and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 8, Episode 34. I'm Jack. I'm Jay. And we are on the eve of a Champions League semi-final against Ajax. Feels like Christmas Eve, doesn't it? I mean, is this the biggest game in the club's history? Yeah. (laughs) Certainly in my history of the club. You know, I mean, I wasn't born in the 60s. um, And I barely remember the last... we played them last in the early 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. A, a, yeah. a long, I mean, a long, a time, long ago. time ago. A long you know. time ago. So I was very young. Um, but, but, but yeah, in, 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 my conscious, in my conscious time, it's certainly the biggest game in, in our history. Oh, Isn't I it? Agree. I, I, I agree with you. I don't know how there's a game that's bigger. The only one, and this might be a bit strange saying this, that I think that is, was as big at the time was when we got four for the first time and beat City at the Etihad 1-0. That game at the time felt like a... Oh, yeah. A bit like a, a, a complete life change for Spurs, like actually getting in yeah. to the Champions League for the first time. It was felt huge. like, God, this is it. Like we've made it to the big time now. Compare it to where we are now. Yeah, really... and, and we, well, we got to the quarterfinals that year. Yeah. That first that year felt in, enormous. Yeah. That, yeah. that getting absolutely schooled by by Madrid. Yeah, was it four nil after about twenty five minutes <laughs> yeah. or something? That was it. Yeah, and uh, but 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 now I feel like we're in the right place, but at the wrong time. Yeah, I mean, the squad's looking pretty thin, isn't it? But you know what? As we've seen over the years in the Champions League, any cup competition, anything yeah, can happen. When you get this far into a competition, anything. anything can happen. And they say the first goal's big in any football match, but I think in this tie, I think if we get that first goal tomorrow night, yeah. that'll be massive. And on the flip side, if we go behind, I think we'll all be like... Oh, we cannot... I, I would rather not score and not concede. For me, it's about not conceding. It's interesting because if you let's talk about Ajax first, actually, before we do. Well, any, yeah, any, I think we, we were going to talk we're, about. We're it. on it anyway. Yeah, we're on it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, like, do we go a bit more defensive? Do we worry about stopping their away goal? Um, but you know what? Like, I think we're at our best when we're going at teams, and I think the only the only time really the City game where we sat in and we looked brilliant defensively. But I think we're at our best when we're going forward. Well, it it it, it depends how good they are in possession. And how and how how quickly we we can we we can dispossess, dispossess them? I can't even say dispossess. I hope they can dispossess <laughs> tomorrow, um, because City was so good, but we just couldn't nick the ball off them. Their passing was so precise. They were so quick on their feet. Their movement was amazing. And actually, I watched a bit of, I watched back the Ajax. Um, Game. Oh, sorry, the the Juve games on on YouTube. They're actually on YouTube. Yeah. BT Sport have got a deal yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. How good is that? Um, Other video for providers are available, aren't they? Well, there's a lot. There's a lot on YouTube that you can't actually watch, yeah. or that you're not supposed to be watching. They are great. They're... BT though, with the with the footage that they provide after yeah. games, even after we beat City and they they show the game, but they have highlights from like fans' angles and stuff yeah. like it's excellent. And it's a good seven eight minute clip yeah. rather than the two or three minute yeah. clip on the Sky app. Yeah. But anyway, um, you get a, you get a sense of the the ebbs and flows of the game and the chances yeah. missed and the movement. And I think the thing the thing that I over, overwhelming the thing I saw most is, is, is actually shades of Tottenham two or three years ago we were young fearless uh, movement no one, no, no one everyone was getting surprised by it's movement. an unknown quantity yeah yeah. bags of talent mm. bags of energy no injuries that was us two or three years mm. ago wasn't it I think um, an interesting one on Ajax so also they've knocked out Juventus and Real Madrid which is sensational In both amazing of, both of those tyres they played at home first and have maybe not got the best result yeah. 
that you would you'd want as the home team in the first tie. So yeah. when they've gone into the second leg away from home, they've sort of just said, well, "We've got to go for it." Yeah. So I'll be interested to see how they approach this one, given that it's as first as semi final. It's the first leg, and they're away from home, and that away goal means even more to them. I'm just intrigued to see how they go about it. I think it's going to be a fascinating game. I, I, I don't think they have a plan B. Everything I see mm. is about is, is about moving the ball really quickly up to the top. Yeah. Um, and some of some of those players, Ziyech, he's travelled. Apparently, he's 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 been off for a few games. They've got the, a lot of players. De Jong, who I believe's already agreed to deal with Barca, has that yeah, already happened? Yeah, sixty-five. I mean, million. he's excellent. Yeah. Delit at the back for a, a yeah. kid of nineteen. Yeah. yeah, captain in the side and just absolutely bossing it. But that but that Neres goal, I mean, they the thing about Ziyech and Neres, they hit the ball, mm. they they get the ball down, and they and they get the shot away early, and that's and that's what I think been one of our biggest problems. Mm. This past three or four games, yeah. everyone's trying to take an extra touch to get the perfect amount of space. Trying to walk it in the net. Trying to walk it in the net, and I think, I, I mean, I saw this with you. You saw it. Did you watch City v Man City, Man United yeah. last Wednesday? The thing that I think characterised both that Bernardo Silva goal and, and the Sano goal was how early people can't get set, can they? No, no one set, yeah. um, and and I think. That 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 I think has come to define greatness mm. in this closing part of the yeah. season, and I think we 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 we've lost that. We've completely mm. lost that, and the ability to even think about getting a shot away quickly, and, and we saw that against Brighton and West yeah. Ham. But anyway, here's an interesting one from a friend of the show, Carl Woodbridge. Um, he said he found this interesting. Based on the season's form and a four-three-two-one formation, this is probably our best team. Hugo and Gull, Trips, Toby, Yam, Rose. Sissoko, Winks, Sun, Delhi, Ericsson, Kane. Right? Give, or, yeah. give or take, you know. This team has started together once this season. That was against Man City in the 1-0 win in the Champions League first leg. So our best team is beating one of the best teams in Europe. And he goes mm. on to say, it's a miracle with Ferdinand in the semi-final of the Champions League. Reminiscent of our 84 UEFA Cup final win. Injuries galore that season as well. Oh, was it? And you know what? I know we've had a lot of injuries this season. I didn't realise until I read that, that that side has played has once. played once. Once. And you think that is yeah. pretty incredible, if you think yeah. about it. Um, Unbelievable, other, isn't it? Other weird thing about Ajax, Dusan Tadic. Couldn't get a game at Southampton, and he looks he's, like a world-beater now. He's 30 years old. Where's that come from? I don't from? think it's the same bloke. I reckon that no, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> he's, he's got a cousin that looks very he's un, similar. He's, un, he's undergone uh, gene replacement therapy. They've <laughs> just drafted in his 18 in some sort of really yeah. strange yeah. Dutch it's laboratory. Like Benjamin Button, he's going backwards <laughs> in every day. Yeah. Um, but I mean, how do you feel about Ajax? I mean, they're a top team, we can't take it lightly. But yeah. this is probably the most confident I've been in a knockout game. Really? Dortmund? I, I, this, is, this is, at least I knew we, we had a problem. What I worry about here is false optimism. Or that they've just got a player that you think, who the hell is this guy? And he's just running the whole thing. Yeah. They, they, they're getting shots away all over the shop. The one, the, one, the one thing that does leave me with a little bit of comfort is I know from distance, very difficult to beat Hugo Lloris. Mm. His shot stopping from distance is, is, is outstanding. Shot stopping is outstanding, full stop. And, and that's what we need more than anything. Um, I might have Toby and Yan back as well. Well, yeah, Jan's 50-50. He'll be him. I think he will. I mean, he, won't, he won't want to not play against that lot. And you know what? He's worth taking the risk on. Yeah. Because if you know what, if you play him and he comes off injured, you sort of think, oh, you know, fair enough. But you, this is a massive game. Well, Sissoko's 50-50. Dyer's going to play. 
think it'd be, be da- I think it'd be Dyer and Wanyama in the middle. I think you'll have to go well, with if, the two. If, of if them. Sissoko's even slightly fit, he'll start with him. Don't you think? Uh, and bring Wanyama on. You just um, without knowing the because what, what's Vertonghen got injury wise? Do we know? Is it because Sissoko's got a muscle injury, and that's where you've just got to be so careful because yeah. a tiny little thing and he's he's gone. Well, it it actually brings back memories of that United game at home at Wembley. We we probably brought him back a game too early, yeah. and he was doing a brilliant number on on a load of load of those midfielders on, on basically Pog- the entire Pog- midfield on Pogba yeah. mainly. And the minute he went off, Pogba got that space and got got that yeah. cross away to to Rashford, mm. and the rest is possibly the most frustrating game I've ever seen. And you play. know what? But it, but it, that it, the minute he went off, they scored. Yeah. Um, he saved uh, everything to have that day, and now he can't save a thing. <laughs> yeah, and that, and they, oh god, don't get me started on that. And literally, I've watched United quite Do a lot not the last three st- or four weeks, and whenever a goal's going at the minute, I'm just like, "What can you've done Why that didn't Wembley?" Because <laughs> that was goals are going in off his off his yeah. leg. He's assisting goals, isn't yeah. he? Like, <laughs> you know, if he wasn't there, they might not go in. Um, unbelievable. If you had to stick your neck on the line then and put a, uh, a score prediction for Ajax, nil, first nil. leg, nil nil. Yeah, I think we're going to nick it. One oh. nil. One nil. From where? One nil. What? What's? What is going to nick it? Fernando Lorente from yeah. the set piece. Yeah. I think it'll be an extremely cagey tight game. But this, this is where I think, if you look at the, the space Ronaldo found for both the goals he scored against them, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's about experience at the back, and I think. Yeah, which clearly, they and they do lack that. They do lack that. They've got youngsters and. This is where you just hope that the wise heads come into it. And you know what? You've got Ericsson, Sanchez, Toby and Jan. Yeah. X, Yeah. They won't want to go out to this lot. So, so what, do you play all three at the back? I don't know if he will. I think he'll go, I think he'll go four, two, three, one. But we haven't got anything on the bench. I think it'll be the defence you expect. I think Ben Davis might play instead of Rose. Um, but then I think it'll be Dyer and Wanyama holding midfield. And then it'll be... Ali, Ericsson, Lucas and Lorenta up top. Yeah. But it just, it leaves us with really nothing on the bench. Because even Janssen, who rightly divides opinion, isn't even in the squad. So it's not even yeah. you've got an option of that on the bench. Does he, does he go a little bit more, you could say conservative, I don't know if that's the right word, and does he leave Lorenta on the bench and bring in Skip? Or if he's fit Sissoko and pad the midfield out a little bit? I don't know. I'd be in club because for me, as I, as, I, as I said at the beginning, I'd, I'd, ra- I'd, rather, I'd rather remain goalless than score. Mm. I'd, rather they not, I'd rather not concede than score. So that's why I just wonder if we go three at the back. Which he may well do. Um, and, then just and, then, and then we don't need Lorente. And if we need Lorente, he comes on. Mm. Um, so the Ajax boys at the back. Yeah, well, the, 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 the other problem I've got is when we do play Lorente, I, don't, I still don't think we're getting the best out of him. We're not getting the ball into him quick enough. Yeah. We're not, we're not getting the ball into him with his back to goal, the edge of the box. And we just play one-twos off him. Yeah. yeah. You, you saw that first goal against Huddersfield. I don't actually yeah, think he meant that layoff. But it was excellent, way. wasn't it? It's just yeah. a nuisance. He was just a bit of a nuisance against, against second-rate. Against Brighton, he, he barely got a kick. Let's talk about that game. Well, I, I, just, I, I think we played him the wrong way. I, I, I don't think we got the ball into him enough. Mm. People were really, really laying into him on Twitter and I, and I think through no fault of his own he just wasn't seeing enough of the ball yeah and 
you know what? It's, it's never easy against sides that are fighting relegation because they literally, their lives are on the line. Yeah. That's what it feels like yeah. for them. And I tweeted out earlier this week um, the average positions for everyone. And I've never seen anything like that. No. So Hugo Lloris was the only one whose average position was in the Tottenham half. And yeah. Alderweireld was closer to the Brighton goal than the Brighton centre-forward was yeah. on average. And yeah. that... I was astonished. I didn't. I thought that maybe all the players would be in the Brighton half, bar Loris. I didn't think that the Alderweireld thing would happen. It was crazy, and yeah. they were literally for most of the game defending their box the yeah. whole game. I think we we became too predictable in the second half. The passages of play around the edge of the box just became way too predictable. And it was too slow. Way too slow. Um, we weren't getting we weren't getting the ball to the by we weren't crossing from anywhere mm-hmm. enough, either from the byline or the, or the you know that little diagonal ball from the edge of the from yeah. the edge of the box nothing like that and I think um, and I think that that if we're going to play Lorente that's what we need yeah for me where we looked dangerous the first seventy minutes where I thought we were going to score was it was a midfielder making a run. When Deli Alley would make a run beyond Lorente, yeah. that was what caused havoc because they've got two big centre halves. Yeah. Lorente's not that mobile, but he, he can hold it up and he can win headers. Yeah. But when he's static and they've got their big centre backs, for them, it was all in front of them, it was yeah. easy to defend. As soon as Ali, and he made a run right on half time where it was a goal mouth scramble, he ran in behind and yeah. it caused mayhem yeah. and we nearly scored from it. Yeah. And the turning point was when Janssen came on. And not because Janssen's a top player, and if not that, but purely he occupied the second centre back. Yeah. So then when that midfield midfielder did make the run, exactly. all of a sudden we had a man over, and that was what was causing them to be all over the place. Yeah. I mean, the goal it was a great strike from Ericsson. He'd had a couple of sighters in the first half, and you're starting to think, okay, if he gets one on target, we might have a chance. He was sensational in the second half, Christian yeah. Ericsson. And again, I tweeted this out. He's had a lot of criticism this season, rightly so. Mm. But when we come out in that second half, he was clearly the man that said, you know what, I'm winning this game. Yeah. And he, he was getting the ball. He had the ball in the left-back position at one point. Yeah. He was literally everywhere, everywhere. running everywhere. the show. And that was vintage Christian Eriksen yeah. at his best, dictating yeah. the play. Beautiful strike to, to seal the win. I mean, when the goal went in, it was just relief, wasn't it? Were you there? I was there. And the South Stand went absolutely mad when it went in because it's like as soon as that went in, we were like, it's done because yeah. the Brighton players collapsed. Like yeah. the ref might as well blow for full time. Yeah. But it was a tough, tough game. And I think that mentally that must have taken quite and a lot. All the out action of it. was down your end, right? H- whole second half. I know. So you were stood up the whole time. It was time. just, I mean, I haven't sat down once yet in the new stadium. No. We, you quite low down? Yeah. Row 25. Have so you like, got uh, the, um, yeah, the, the bars, bars in front of you? I mean, so my section is safe standing. Safe standing. So they zone. just do stand. Um, They're not even trying to get you to sit down. No, not once has anyone asked me to sit. Um, right. So the atmosphere has just been fantastic. And when the goal went in, you were just like, oh, we've done it. Right. Because yeah. you start to think, don't you, when it gets to 75 minutes at 0 yeah. 0, Glenn Murray come on and he started to win the odd free kick, and you start yeah. thinking, oh, God. It's just, free kicks. it's just a mistake, isn't yeah. it? Or it's a good ball in the box and the yeah. ball's in the net. Yeah. Um, but we remained so patient in the second half, which we didn't do against West Ham. Against well, West Ham, I felt that we got quite desperate and we were just hitting 60-yard balls forward and their centre-halves were just absolutely loving it. Well, f- first, half, first half, first um, half, I, I, was, I was full of confidence that, was. that we've got this. Mm. Um, I was very impressed because the first half we were shooting down to my end. I was very impressed with their, with, with their, their defence. And what's his name? The Deal. The new deal. It's a good player. 
Really good player. Mm. And to be honest, it, it shouldn't have taken us as long as it did to spot that he was getting the better of Lucas every time. Every time. We had chances he in was that first no, He was nobbling Lucas. Mm. And yes... <laughs> But we did though, didn't Son had a couple. We, Son, had, Son had a couple, which he should have buried. He should have buried one of those. Um, and it's just, for me, that West Ham game, in the first half, we, were just, we just weren't clinical enough. No. And if one of them chances goes in, it is a completely different yeah. game because they wouldn't have come out and started committing men forward or anything like that until 75 minutes, but we wouldn't have had to force the game. And that's our problem, we forced the game. Delhi was sitting quite... De- Delhi pushed right forward. Everyone pushed forward. Declan Rice was getting all the space. And, talk, I, and I could just see it in, in, my, in the half that I'm at. Right, right it was coming. It was all coming. Yeah. Felipe Anderson was running right at me. Um, and, on the other, and, and on the other side, it was, it was Antonio. And I yeah. just. And as much. Arnautovic has been injured a lot. Mm-hmm. But on the ball. His hold up. He's right his hold up up's excellent. He's right up. I mean, you'd have him over Lorente, wouldn't you? It's just the attitude, isn't it? Because you watch him, and he has games like that where you think he's a decent player, and it'll go, you won't see him now for the rest of the season. And it just must be... West Ham fans obviously will be delighted because they've got one over on us, they've got mm. the victory, like, they'll be buzzing with that, as we would be if we won at their place or Arsenal or Chelsea. We'd be delighted. But they must look at it and think, why are we where we are in the league? Yeah. You know, they'll do that. And, and knowing West Ham, they'll go and lose their last two games. Exactly. And it's just it's just a consistency thing, isn't it? And yeah. it, they do remind me a lot of where we were sort of under Martin Yole, where you, you'd have a great result and then you just couldn't back it up with anything. I think our anxiety played played into their hands yeah. though in this game. Definitely. This is this is one game where we we didn't we didn't play it like a game of chess. We just we just went for it. I think we struggle half. mentally against West Ham. Yeah. It feels like yeah. we have the last few seasons. I know we beat them twice earlier this year. We do year. beat them. We do beat them. And, and Eric Dyer was on the pitch, and Eric Dyer loves a game against this yeah. lot. Um, I, was with, I was with Sam, my brother, and he was actually saying that he thinks in this fixture you're actually better off being the away side because there's so much yeah. pressure on the home team yeah. to stamp their authority and win. Whereas when you're with the away side, you can sit in and you've got space in behind a lot of the time and you can, you can get the opposition back four. And actually, we won at their place twice. They've won at ours um, this season. You know what? The, the, the only positive I can take from the game, and there are two, no injuries because yeah. we can't afford anymore. And given the other results, doesn't really matter. Doesn't and really we really matter. got away with one again. I can't believe that. I, ge- I genuinely thought on Saturday afternoon driving home, that's it. We're in trouble. We're in, we're in yeah. trouble. We're, 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 now, we're now fighting on two fronts. Yeah. Champions League and top four again. Um, it's, it's, it's quite unbelievable. The last three games I, I, I sent around on the WhatsApp... Um, we, we, we've, we've got three points in the last three games. Uh, Chelsea have got two. United have got one. Woolwich. And Woolwich have got none. <laughs> no points from the last three games. What does that say? It's just remarkable, isn't it? It's anxi- also, I think it's anxiety, exhaustion. I also saw a brilliant thing that they've lost. They lost 3-2 to Palace to the Eagles. 3-1 yeah. three, three <laughs> to Wolves. Yeah. And then... 3-0 to the Foxes, next up's the Seagulls, so they're just, the Animal Kingdom's out to get them. Exactly, um, and um, Seagulls love to shit on the Woolwich. <laughs> um, but anyway. Um, but we've got, look, it was, you know what, it was a bad, day, a bad, bad day at the office. Yeah. If we win tomorrow night, all will be forgotten, honestly. 
Uh, I, I genuinely will not care that we lost to them if we get the result against Ajax. Because no. given what else, given the madness that's yeah. happening in the Premier League at the minute. And you have to hope at the weekend that Bournemouth, Bournemouth might have checked out a little bit. They're, they're in a position yeah. of safety now. And we've got an excellent record against Bournemouth. Yeah. Because they're a team that are open, they, yeah. they want to attack. They don't, so. they, don't, they don't compact into a deep block, do they? You like to think that they'll go for it, so that will suit us. I think we'll go to Bournemouth and win. Yeah. Um, I actually think we're going to get two wins this week. I think we're going to just get past Ajax. And I think that Bournemouth game will be not comfortable, because it never is, but it might yeah. be a 2-1, something like that. But I think we'll get through that game as well. What, what are you saying for Bournemouth? I haven't even got that far, to be honest, in my head. I really have got that far. Away, it feels a it? lot... It, in, in the current... With, with, with the amount of games that, 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 that we, we've seen and are coming, that, that feels like two yeah. weeks away right now. But you know what? It, it's classic Spurs. that We beat Bournemouth... That's it. Premier League dumb. Ain't got to worry. Yeah. You know it'll be a draw, and we'll be yeah. scrapping around against Everton. We'll let an yeah. early goal in against I Everton, and it will just be panic. Yeah, man, panic again. We'll have be. to get Kane off the bench to get well, an equaliser. They're saying he's going to be fit for the final if we make it that. that well, he was on the bench. It's um, a month away. Not, as in not a sub, but he was on the bench for the West Ham game, wasn't he? Yeah. And you know what? He was wandering around. You don't know, obviously. You're not seeing him kicking a ball or riding yeah. challenges or anything like that, but. He's not got the protective boots. It's encouraging. Yeah. And what you would say with Kane is he is always back a lot quicker than what they say. If they say well, he'd be out for six to eight weeks, he's normally back yeah. in four. The, new, the news about Harry Winks worries me a little bit more. That it's, it's apparently it's a slightly different injury. Which And when the club are vague, yeah. it's always like... Remember how vague they were with Wanyama and we didn't see him yeah. for six months? And just it's, think, it's a different kind of muscular injury this time. It's a different kind yeah. of injury. And I think I think against this lot tomorrow, the the, the two I feel like we're going to miss the most is Son and Wings. Yeah. So I'm I'm a hundred percent focused on tomorrow. I am going to get there early, me and the yeah. lad. So of course you, you are. fancy a pint? Block two five eight. Block two I'll five eight. Yeah. That's where I'll be. Anyone fancies a pint? Just come and join us. Um, but I think Harry Wings has probably been our best player in the Champions League this season. Yeah. It's just the the style of football suits him, doesn't yeah. it? Where it's quick, it's two touch, yeah. high intensity. And he'll he'll read that that front three that they've got. That 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 I think he'll, he'll be read them he'll read them so much better than Harry Dyer. Yeah. Um I, I thought Dyer did alright against West Ham. I liked um, him. I liked him. I he he was right. finding forward balls better than I think Musa ever would. He gets a lot he gets a lot of stick Dyer. A lot of people say his passing's late and he can be a bit sloppy on the ball, but I think what he brings, he just brings that stability yeah. in the middle of the park. Um, he's not as mobile as Sissoko or Wanyama with the ball, but he's great at breaking play. He won a lot of headers yeah. just from where they were hitting long balls, <coughs> targeting um, the full-backs and getting yeah. Antonio and Anatovic wide, and Dyer was getting across, winning pretty much everything. I thought we did all right. He's coming back from injury. It sounds like he's going to start tomorrow. I'll be, I'll, he, he did a, an interview on the Spurs at Dini this morning. Did I haven't seen. I just. I'd be shocked. If he, I'd be shocked if he's not starting. Yeah. Uh, really, yeah. just given that he's injuries. The, he's the fittest we've got. So you think Dyer and Wanyama? I think Dyer and Wanyama yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, um, we'll we'll see what happens. But if anybody is listening to this and is at the game, come and find come us. Come and meet us for a pint. South Stand. We can meet my eleven-year-old lad. He's, he's not short of an opinion or two. <laughs> <laughs> like father, like son. Is it? <laughs> um, prediction for Bournemouth. Uh, one nil to Spurs. God. Uh, it's going to be horrible. Of course it will be. Um, player of the season votes are open. Oh, well, we'll do well, a, a big wrap up at the end of the season of you know yeah. all the highlights. But I, I've Who gone to Sissoko. 
Have you? I've gone to Sissoko. Well, well, my lad's gone to Sissoko. I went to Son. Um, I just... There was a case for Son. There was a case for a couple of them. I think Danny Rose has had a good season. I think Danny Rose... Do you know what, do you know what nicked it for me? Because I think the transformation of Sissoko warrants to be right up yeah. there. And it will, I think it'll be between Sissoko and Son. I just always try to judge my votes on, throughout the whole season, yeah. what player, if I look back and look at every month, can I say they were right on it and Son has had periods this season where he's been unbelievable yeah. like purple patches where he scored six in three games and stuff like yeah. that and you think wow but then on the contrary you've had games three or four games where he's not done a lot whereas I think Sissoko has just been a solid consistent player in a season where we've had a lot of injuries and a lot's yeah. been going against us he's just been that constant reliable yeah. player yeah, you're um, right. You're but right. I think it'll be between the two. I think uh, I think the sock might just edge I think, it. I think the sock might do it as well. And 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 I'd and I'd be over the moon if he did. It'd be, you know, it'd imagine be. what that would do for him. It'll From where he was, put a transfer request in, wouldn't it? Yeah. So I'm off to PSG now. Yeah. I've had my good season. Um, but yeah, I mean, more more recently, Son has really frustrated me. Back back to that point about playing the ball early, yeah. passing the ball early, or getting a shot away early. Son's my my biggest yeah. culprit there. I think he's much better in space. Yeah. You know, as we saw against that in that goal against Chelsea. Oh. And that, and that that for me, you know, what what he did for my for my for my whole week that what, oh. watching him right past me was unbelievable. But you know what? You think about the and goals think, he got against City as well in the Champions yeah. League, and they're just quick. And they're just Touch quick. bang. Yeah. You got to get the you got to get the shot yeah. away quick. Yeah, you're right. Again, and against, you think about all those all the best goals he scored. Yeah. they are all literally almost like instinct, aren't yeah. they? Where he just yeah. he just hits it. Yeah, the more time he's got to think, he's clearly going to mess it up. Apart from the Chelsea game, which Apart was the Chelsea game. Um, and and then the other thing that sealed it for me was 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 his ice cream ad. Yeah, which if I you loved it. Seen, you have to check. That was it out. Supercon? It is at one of the strangest, brilliant. I love it. Weirdest things. But you know, for me, no other. Yeah, no other footballer could carry that off. Yeah. But because he's got that kind of personality, to not take himself too seriously and to have a bit of a laugh and to laugh at himself a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think I think whoever's created that ad. We've got that ad he, out. He must it's be, a stroke of genius. He must be a great personality to have in the side. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially like if you're going for a tough period. Yeah. Like having him about must be fantastic. Because you imagine he's one, he's always going around getting his people's faces, cheering yeah. everyone up. Like he just seems like a real positive character. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone loves him. Yeah. Everyone loves and him. And he's a god in career, isn't he? Yeah. Just, I mean, they worship him. The amount of supporters that come over literally just to see him. Yeah, exactly. Are uh, absolutely astonishing. Apparently, they can't make enough super cons to go around. Sales have tripled. <laughs> I believe you. I Do believe you? It. Good. Um, time now for the We Are Tom Hotspur quiz. Oh, God. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. So this is, also, that reaction is becoming a bit of a feature with the jingle as well. It's like, <laughs> it's like a permanent feature. So this um, feature, for anybody that doesn't know what it is, yeah. I will give you a game that Tottenham have played in, the date of that game, yeah. and then I will name about half of the starting 11. Yeah, it is your job to figure out the rest of the starting 11 for Spurs that day. So what's the game? So this is October 2016, and it's Bournemouth nil, Tottenham Hotspur nil. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so we played our usual 4-2-3-1 in this game. So goalkeeper was Hugo Loris. Right back was Carl Walker. 
first centre-back is a question mark. The second centre-back was Jan Vertonghen. The left-back is a question mark. The two holding midfield players are both question marks. Right-hand side of midfield was Christian Eriksen. Centre attacking midfield was Delhi. The left-hand side of midfield is a question mark. And up front was Sun. So I need centre-back, left-back, two centre midfielders and then the left midfielder. So what's I your think thinking? this was the season when we lost Toby for quite a long time. Not a bad, not a bad assumption to have made there. Because uh, it'd be too obvious otherwise. Or it's just a brilliant double bluff. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, who Didn't have Sanchez back then. No, we didn't have Sanchez. Uh, I've got to start with Toby. It's not Toby. Of course it wasn't it's Toby. Not Toby. Of course it Toby. wasn't. You knew that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's through me. M- move on. Let, let's okay, Danny Rose. Correct. Yeah, Danny yeah, Rose yeah, is yeah. the left back. Yeah. Um, uh, so, two centre midfielders and then... Did the... we still have uh, Chadley? We did not. Well, it, well, maybe we did, but he didn't. He wasn't he starting play. in this game, but it's not, a bad, it's not a bad shout. I think maybe Chadley had just gone right. at this point, because he's October 2016. Um, so I think this was a period when Harry Kane was injured yeah it was Sun was up yeah top. I remember that October yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, oh god okay I'm going to have to come back to that Eric Dyer in, 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 in DM he he was one of them he, he wasn't one of the defensive he was neither of them he was neither of the defensive midfielders oh, don't give me that Wanyama? Wanyama was one. Yeah, yeah. Wanyama was one. Don't give me that. Oh, God, that's a problem. So, uh, Moussa Dembele. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that, yeah. that was the partnership. Yeah, yeah it was, wasn't it? Yeah, Wanyama yeah. and Dembele. Yeah, so, you, yeah. need, you need the other centre-back and you need the left-hand side of midfielder. Fazio at the back. Wasn't Fazio at the back. Oh, um, both of these side. players still play for Spurs. The... The centre back this day, you've already mentioned him in this, but he just you haven't said that he was going to be playing at the centre back. Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer. Oh my Eric god. Dyer. Eric Dyer. Yes, of course half. he did. He played centre half this that day. Yes. Uh, and then the left hand side midfielder. He played centre half a lot, didn't he? That season. Yeah, he did. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. And then off the left, still a Spurs player. Doesn't play very often anymore. Lamella. Eric Lamella. Yeah. Eric Lamella. So that's first side. was Loris in goal. Walker, Dyer, Vertonghen and Rose. Wanyama and Dembele. Eriksen, Deli, Lamella and Son. We really miss Moussa Dembele, don't we? You know what? I mean, there's, 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 no, there's, no, there's no telling where his fitness would be right now. Yeah. And we obviously, I think we sold him at the right time. I have no idea. Is he, is he playing in I don't China? Know. I don't we know. don't know. Is he, is he injured? We don't know. Because a lot of people say, don't they, oh, with all the midfield crosses, you know, Dembele will be the man. And yes, if he's fit, of course he would. But you just don't know where, you don't know, do you, where he was at? That you was... don't know where his motivation was either. He might have said, you know what, I've, I've, I've yeah. done. Yeah. I've got, I've got a couple of years in which to triple my salary and, and make and some gonna, serious work. And I know I'm not the player I was, I'm going to go and do it. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. got a couple of listener questions to finish. Yeah, go on. So, um, Strong's Matt on Reddit has said... Would you rather us re-sign Ericsson and Alderweireld, but we can't sign anyone else, or lose them both and spend 150 million to sign three to five players? 
So you can keep them both and get no one else, or you'd lose them both, but you've got 150 million to go and spend. That's a great question, by the way. It is, but it's like, would you rather lose your left little finger or your right little toe? I was really it's worried where stupid, you were going to go with that, if I'm honest. One of those stupid questions. Uh, no, it's a very good question, by the way. Um, I think I would rather keep them and sign no one else. So, o- only because um, we know they are proven. Yeah. Um, I actually don't think that's going to happen. I think we will end up keeping both of those. Word on the street is, Eric, is certainly Ericsson is more open to Who's, staying because, because Madrid, Madrid's interest apparently has, has warmed up for Pog, well, Madrid, oh, Madrid's Pogba. interest in Pogba and, um, and Hazard. Yeah. If you could keep one of Ericsson or Alderweireld, who would you keep? Ooh. I'd keep Christian Ericsson. Would you? I See, think I'd, it'd be I'd, hardest I'd, to replace. I'd keep Alderweireld for the same reason. I think Alderweireld would be irreplaceable. I think if we had... But he's 30. I think if we had... 200, this is all hypothetical. I think if we had 200 million yeah. to spend on a centre half, yeah. I don't think we could get someone that's the same level. I think well, we're could, shopping for delight. I think you we? could go and yeah, I think you could go and buy potential yeah. somebody that could yeah. surpass the level, like Sanchez. But we just never know, do you? Great question. Um, yeah, it was applied ethics on Reddit has said, not sure if you've covered this before, but who are your transfer targets and who should we sell for the summer? Who should we sell? Mm. Who, would you, who do you want to see us buy and who do you want to see us get rid of? So my number one transfer target in the summer is Ruben Nevis at Wolves. Yeah, yeah. I, I, honestly, I've talked about him a, a fair bit this season. He is a quality player. Yeah. He can take the ball in tight areas. He can carry it. He's got great shooting ability from distance. Good on set plays. Yeah. He's young. Yeah. Um, I think he'd be a top, top signing. Yeah. It wouldn't be cheap. No. But I think we could get him the lower of Champions League and potentially you know, fighting for the title. Yeah. I think would lure him from Wolves. I think he he for me he's he's the number one, and yeah. it's a realistic signing. My biggest worry is right back. Mm. Get the young guy from Palace, Wan Bissaka. He, he was so like good. Player, didn't he? Was so good, wasn't he? I think there's going to be loads of signings just, for him. But 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 he's he's not going to go for less than 70, 80 million. Just it's it's, it's, it's mad. Isn't it's it? madness. It's madness. United will be in for him. Yeah, and you know what, United, United will probably be where he ends up because they, yeah. I mean, they don't have a right back. No, do they? No. So, um, in terms of who we should sell, um, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm still a huge fan of Jack Grealish. Gutted we didn't get mm. him initially. We still yeah. might. I think if Villa don't get up, yeah. you've got, a, we've got a good chance again. I think if Villa get up, they might be able to keep him for another season. Yeah. Cessignon. Um, apparently, there's there's good rumours around Cessignon. I have to ask myself whether he can play left, left midfield, and whether he'd be. What kind of upgrade he'd be on Danny Rose? Yeah. Because the thing about Dan, what Danny Rose brings for me that that Cessna never will, is presence and mm-hmm. aggression, and the ability to just get get in get in a get in an opposition side's head. I'm not sure no, about no, Cessna. No, no, no one draws as many. Yellow cards from the opposition yeah. as and he loves Danny a derby as well, doesn't he? And he loves a derby. Um, he loves he loves the chat. Yeah, and that a, aggression will never come from a Ryan Sessegnon. There's a lot of talk about Sessegnon, isn't there? And I'm yeah. just, I'm not, I'm not convinced with him. I've seen glimpses. Yeah. He's, in my opinion, he's definitely not a left back. Yeah. I, I think he, he's not a bad left midfielder, but is he any better than what we have? I don't think he is, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think, and not that he's ever fully fit, but I think a, a fully fit Eric Lamella would get you significantly more goals and assists than Sessegnon would. Yeah. And for the price... 
I'm not sure. I don't think he's had a great season, Sessegnon. I think yeah. this time last year, everyone was talking about him and there was a lot of speculation this guy's going to be yeah. the next big thing and it's, it's not really happened for him yet. Um, my, my, my hot tip for next year is Vincent Janssen. That's, that's a wind-up. In, ter- <laughs> in terms of let's making get him out. Ma- making, him him out. Ma- no, making him a map. Doing a Sissoko. Make, making him next year's Sissoko. Oh, 35 league goals. <laughs> Uh, I, he'll be out the door, Janssen. I'm, I'm almost certain. I, I think. I, I think Lorente will be out the door, 100. percent And we'll keep Vincent Janssen. Do you reckon? He's still only 24, 23, 24. Yeah. I think Lorente might get because his contract's out in the summer. Yeah. I think he might get another year if we don't bring anyone in. I just don't think it's. It, it doesn't suit. It doesn't suit us. I like, get we, your point. We, we have to completely change the way we play. I get your point. To get the most out of Fernando Lorente, much more so. Than, uh, than Vincent Janssen who I, think, who I think is better at holding up the ball who I think is much quicker on his feet mm. who I think has got much better vision who wins the ball back better more quickly anything he doesn't do we haven't put seen him put the ball in the net he's put the ball in the net what do you want him to do you can see it's coming you can see it's coming it's not a Soldado lost cause maybe not clearly there was an attitude issue which is why he got shipped out but he's come back he's in the team I think what happened with Janssen and this is just my opinion is that January, his agent was talking to a number of clubs and he was like, you will get a deal sorted, you need to force the move. Yeah. He's gone into Pochettino and said, I'm out of here. Pochettino said to him, fine, go. And yeah. then the deal's not happened. Yeah. And then he's stuck, isn't he? And you think, oh, yeah. Christ, what do you think? I would much rather see Lorente up top than Janssen, if I'm honest. And I really? think Lorente this season has scored some massive, massive goals for us. And if you're looking, you need a centre forward that knows he's not going to play very often. But when he does play, he's he's going to impact games. And I think this You're season, right. Lorente for me has done exactly that. He's had games here where he's been poor. I'm not, I'm not and, getting and, away from that. And, and it's the ratio to the, to the game-changing goals he's scored versus yeah. the games he's gone missing. Yeah. I think we'll get more out of Vincent Janssen next year. Hot take. It's, a, it's an interesting one. We'll, I'll remember this. And when Janssen yeah, yeah. does... When Record this. I am Record recording it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take that, this piece out. Weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, another great question there. Um, and also applied ethics has said, what do you think our strategy will be tomorrow night? Which we talked about a little bit. Yeah. Um, win. <laughs> <laughs> Not concede. It's, it's for me, first. for me, it's about keeping a clean sheet and nicking one at their end. Yeah. Which, yeah. which I think will be very, very, very difficult. Difficult to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Da- Daceman15 on Twitter said, what's the biggest game in your Spurs supporting history that you have been to? Tomorrow will definitely be my biggest that I've been to. Last massive one I didn't go to was probably the Arsenal semi-final in 91. What's the biggest game you've been to, Jay? Cup final? I literally cannot remember past... You know, I mean, yeah, the 2008 Cup final was the biggest game. I I've think been any to. Cup Cause final. Because we cause I, cause I was there and we won. Any I've been to a couple, final, couple of yeah. other cup finals. I'm sure I've been to a couple of other League Cup finals in the last few years. The one where we lost to Chelsea, that was mm. horrible. Um, um, I, would say, I would say any cup finals up there for me. Yeah. Um, but this, this, honestly, tomorrow night is massive. You, you called that City game at Main Road. Were they still at Main Road then? In 2010? Oh, what, the, to get into the top four for the uh, first time? They were the Etihad then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a, that was, I would love to have been there that night. That was amazing, that was, wasn't that it? That was fantastic. Uh, Devin Stagg on Facebook has said, at this point in the season... What would you rather have if you could only choose one? The Champions League final and lose to Barcelona or a top four finish in the league? That's another brilliant question. Brilliant well, question. We have to agree that getting Champions League football is more important than reaching a final because it, it, it affects our whole season next year. 
it affects our ability to, to attract new players. Who wants to be in the Europa League? This is a brilliant question. I'd say, but but get, get to the final and win, yes. But he's saying you could get to the final and, and lose. And getting to the Champions League final is a huge achievement. What, and, and then play Europa League next but season. Then you lose. That's it. Yeah. I look at this and Top I think... for me, all the way. I think I would... What would I be more disappointed with? Losing the Champions League final to Barcelona or finishing fifth? Finishing fifth. I, I would be gutted. If we, if we got to the final and we had Barca or Liverpool, we'd be massive underdogs for that final. So you could, you'd almost be quite relaxed going into that because you're thinking the expectations on the other team. But then on the flip side, I'm more, I'm more, yeah. I would imagine winning the Champions League. I bet nice. you've never thought, I've never thought about it. I think about it a lot. <laughs> I think about it a lot. I put a five on it. The, the, I put a five on us winning the Champions League the, uh, the, the, the week after we qualified. I literally, I don't, the knockouts. I don't want to get to... Before we played Dortmund. Did you really? Yeah. What, what odds did you have? Uh, 22 to 1. Drinks from you. They offered then. me seven. I put five on them. They offered me seven pounds to cash out. Seven pound twenty. Just get you a pint. <laughs> just get you a pint in London. That um, the fault of, and you yeah, don't yeah. want to get carried away. The fault of being in Madrid yeah. for a long weekend with your mates. Are you going? If we get there, I'm going. Right. I've okay. already booked the time off work. I I uh, I, uh, I play golf with uh, a colleague of yours mm. here on Friday mm. who sports Liverpool. He was already looking at flight prices, uh, which was hilarious in its own but right. But they're through the roof they, already, aren't they? They're, they're already like 500 quid, direct to Madrid. So what you'd have to do, uh, for, for everyone listening, uh, what we'd have to do is either get to somewhere like Santander or... NatWest. Or, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, take out a bank loan yeah. <laughs> and get a train. Or, uh, or Seville or somewhere yeah. like that and get a train. But you Apparently could, they have trains in Spain. You could do that, like... Um, Steve, who I used to sit with at Wembley, who doesn't sit far from me now in the new stadium, was saying, like, flights to Malaga were only about 200 quid and you get a train. Which, to be honest, that would probably add to the whole weekend, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, get the flight, have a few beers, get on the train. And it's a weekend as well. That's it's brilliant. It. Um, oh, that question. 19th wedding anniversary for me, so the answer is definitely I'll be watching at home. Oh, really? Yeah. Or apply it's anyway, always a Champions League final around my, around my uh, wedding really? anniversary. Yeah, yeah. If you had to choose between Spurs winning the Champions League or your marriage surviving, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great question, Pepin, there. As Simon Mitchell, the quiz master on Facebook, has Brilliant. said, there have only been five games all season in all competitions where we've looked exceptional. Chelsea at home, 3-1. Yeah. Everton away, 6-2. Yeah. Bournemouth at home, 5-0. And then the Dortmund home and away games, 3-0 and 1-0. Yeah. Every other game we've required a bit of luck, a bad team or a fluke. The players have looked predictable and pedestrian most of the season, and Alex Ferguson always knew when to change things up. So, is this the end of this team with its current personnel, regardless of what happens against Ajax? No. I think, I think the team needs fresh blood. Yeah. And let me go back to those games, because I watched all of those games. I think... Let's, let's just knock out Bournemouth and Everton very quickly. Neither of those sides showed up. Mm. Neither of those sides. But then was it a case of them not showing they, they up? They both had t- way too much them? Christmas dinner. And they were way too sluggish. And it was, it, it, it was bonkers. The, the Bournemouth game was like a training game. Mm. And that Everton one was... We were 1-0 down in that Everton game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Walcott scored early and we were yeah. losing. Um, neither of those teams showed up. And I think where we have struggled, there's been... A, yeah, you're right, there's been a mix of... We, we know we can play better... Mm. 
and oppositions are raising their game. Yeah. And we haven't changed our game because we in, we, in two or three years. Yeah. The only we've thing we've, we've not changed new... formation a little bit. We've gone to a diamond a lot this season, haven't we? A, a diamond a lot. Uh, we're playing more. We're playing three at the back more. Mm. And I think I think we we, we need big fresh new talent. Yeah. I think it's a really to, good to really help though. us change things about. Simon, I think that, that's really it interesting. It is a really and, good question. And you know what? You do make a good point with Ferguson that every three or four years he would sort of say, right, I've achieved everything I can achieve with this team. I'm now going to move on and rebuild. And I think Pochettino is getting to that point now. Or I think he's at that point with this squad now yeah. where there'll be a couple of them that he's thinking, have you peaked? Yeah. And he, but I, I imagine the next year he's going to have to make some tough calls on certain players that you think you're still good, but are you now going to start to climb? So I'm going to cash in on you and go and bring someone else in. But it's a really, it's a really it's good a, point. It's a great question. I, I can't see us cashing in wholesale. Because mm. I think we haven't, we've still not got that much money to go and buy. Even if we yeah. sold someone for 60 million, that doesn't mean that we're going to then have 60 million to go and spend on another mm. player. Like, a lot of that money will have to go on other stuff. Yeah. You might only get half that to then go and buy a player. I, I, and, and the other big point, just to add, add to that, is I really worry about who's coming through. And you wouldn't have said that a couple of years ago, would you? Yeah. Um, we, we, had a little, we, had, we had a really nice little steady stream of, of players coming through. Carl Walker-Peters is the one for me where I think he looks decent. And I think he could be a good player. He just, he's not got that much game training time with the this first season. team for a long time. Mm. Parrot, Troy Parrot. Yeah, but he's um, only about 16, isn't he? 17, so, so he might be one, apparently, from rumours online, that he might make the bench tomorrow night. Because what? we're so short. Imagine that. Well, he's already got yes. Skip there, isn't he? He's what? Just turned 18. Something uh, about Skip, mate, he's too flimsy for me. But um, I think he'll be a good player, Skip. I don't know if he'll be good enough regularly for Tottenham, but I think yeah. he'll be a Premier League player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But look, it's going to be a huge night tomorrow night. Yeah. Block 258, South Stand. And if you're going, just enjoy it. Enjoy it. These opportunities don't come around very often. We're at yeah. 180 minutes from the Champions League final. Yeah. But remember, whatever happens, future's bright, future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football. And I always thought that football was a very important game. But I never realised, until today, just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. The curve of the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola. Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat trick, the scissor kick. We are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2! It's quite a game, isn't it always?
We are Jennings, Defoe, and Perryman. Glory past, glory future. What was, what is, what's next? We are Blancheflower, Ardelis, and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.